Welcome back to Comfort Podcast. Today, it's my great honor and pleasure to welcome Simon Taylor, who is the CEO and founder of Haiku and also the best-selling author of the book, Averting the SaaS Apocalypse. Welcome to Comfort Podcast. It's great to have you here. It's great to see you again, Angelina. Yeah. Uh, so let's start it off immediately with the book because it's like you're the best-selling author. It's been very well dis- uh, received with uh, all the audience. So how did you, this uh, come about? Uh, how did, why did you want to write this book? And can you tell us more about it? Yes, absolutely. So, so if we think about you know, everybody today has a smartphone. And what sits on that smartphone? Applications, right? You've got hundreds of different apps. You know, one of the things that people don't think about is where all that data is actually sitting. So we take pictures of ourselves, you know, and we assume they're on our phone. But in fact, they're not. They're somewhere up in a cloud held by a company you know nothing about. And that's quite dangerous. Now, imagine that same scenario for a company. Companies use thousands of what we call SaaS applications, software-as-a-service applications, and they don't know where their data is either. So we started thinking about the real danger of not knowing where your data is and why that's led to the rise of ransomware attacks. Um, in fact, you know, I, I think this, the real germination of this story began when I was on stage at the FBI event in Boston. And I was standing there with FBI Director Christopher Ray, and he told this story about how an entire children's hospital was shut down because the Iranian government hacked their systems, and little kids, children, could not get the operations they needed to survive. I immediately thought, this is what Haiku is all about. We're about protecting your data so that your systems never fail and never go down. And so we wrote this book, Averting the SaaS Apocalypse, because we wanted people to actually understand the real threat behind not knowing where your data sits mm-hmm. and also providing valuable insights pertaining to how they should actually protect their data, back it up and make it accessible you know, for everyone who needs it. Okay, so basically you're saying, well, we're pointing out the importance of data. So can you just walk us through, like, uh, how did you get into this data space? You sound really, pa- sound really passionate about it. I know you personally say, I, I know that you're passionate about sure. it and enthusiastic. And I mean, you made a huge success with Haiku, obviously, worldwide. So uh, tell us, how did you uh, get into this space? Well, you know, it all starts with a, a pretty well-known gentleman named Veselin Yevrasimovich, uh, a great friend and mentor to me and obviously to you as well. And, you know, I started right here at Comtrade in Serbia yeah. uh, in 2005, 2006. Uh, Vesa and I got very close, and he really mentored me and showed me how to build a business. In fact, if you look at the front of the book, I've actually dedicated it to Vesa. And I say, you know, to Vesa for helping me to learn how to make the impossible possible. Because I think that's what he does every single day in his entrepreneurship journey. <laughs> But, you know, I think Comtrade always had a really, really good understanding of data and a really good understanding of how to build great technology that was transformative. Um, when I struck off on my own and Haiku became a standalone company, mm-hmm. you know, I really started thinking about you know, the fact that data was sitting in so many different places. You know, and instead of just having you know, a server with all your data or a phone with all your data sitting on it, today, because of these SaaS services, we have no idea where our data is. This really perplexed me. I got really, really concerned about it And I became passionate about evangelizing the need for us to simplify the way we manage and protect data. And that's why we started Haiku. Haiku stands for Hybrid Cloud Uptime, H-Y-C-U. And effectively, what we've done is we've built a data protection company that's able to back up, recover, migrate, and protect data 
no matter where it sits. I was just going to ask, how do you do that? Because it's in your book, you just go into details about your groundbreaking platform. So what sets it apart? What's different than the others in the industry? That's a great question. You know, I think everybody has historically built backup and recovery software um, effectively to work on one kind of job. So imagine, you know, a glass. I'm holding a glass here. Imagine if this glass could only hold water. And if I wanted to go get a Coca-Cola, I had to get, get a different kind of glass. Wine, a different kind of glass. It wouldn't make a lot of sense. You know, what we wanted to do was build an all-purpose platform so that no matter what kind of data you were protecting, it would still work. And that's exactly what we did. So we invented what we call our cloud, the letter mm-hmm. R dash cloud, and it actually protects data on-prem in the public cloud, as well as those SaaS applications. That had never been done before. And I think that's why we've got about 4,000 customers now in 78 countries. Wow, that's amazing. That's actually amazing. I remember when we used to go in uh, Copenhagen, you know, with Nutanix, because you made like the first purpose-built backup and recovery product specifically designed for Nutanix, which was your, I think, like the first big thing in Haiku, which, which is really fascinating. So could you maybe walk us through how did uh, the idea of um, Haiku come about? Like, How did sure. you get this idea? <coughs> you, you know, it's actually kind of a funny story. Uh, Vesa and I had sold another company, Comtrade Software, which was another Comtrade division, to a company called Citrix. And he and I were in Las Vegas. And, you know, as you can imagine, when you sell a company or a business unit, um, you know, you go out and you have a little celebration. And we were out there, we were celebrating, and we accidentally ran into another engineer that we knew named Gorn Gorevsky. And, you know, Gorn walks up, and of course, being me, I immediately start arguing with him. I was poking fun at him. I had a couple glasses of wine and I said, you know, Gorn, why are you in the data protection space? I said, it's old, it's boring, who cares? And he said, he said, let me ask you a question, Simon. How did you get here today? Did you take a taxi? And I said, no, I took an Uber. He said, "Uh uh-huh, but there's no Uber in data protection. And I immediately understood what he meant, which is that everybody needs to protect their data But nobody wants the technology that's out there today. And so what I recognized is that this was a market that was ripe for disruption. Mm -hmm. And it was at that moment that we decided we were going to build a company to solve that problem and make data protection for all data easy, seamless, and actually low cost as well. Wow, that's an amazing story, actually. So, yeah, I wanted to get back to uh, Haiku brand, actually, because this is another thing that sets you apart from the industry. Obviously, whenever we go to a conference or an event, we can immediately spot Haiku because of your color and the specific branding. So what was the idea behind it? And then how did you get to this? And why is the branding so important for uh, mm. for any company? You know, I think it starts with the name. You know, I think, I think when you have a powerful name that actually means something, it gives purpose to everybody who works within the brand, all the customers and all the partners. And, you know, when we came up with the name Haiku, I was trying to think about a word that represented the idea of taking a lot of data and then boiling it down into a small, elegant package. And so I thought about a haiku poem, because if you think about it, you're taking all the data in a language and you're boiling it down into just three lines, five, seven, five in terms of syllables. And so I said, okay, Haiku is exactly, a haiku poem is exactly what we're trying to achieve. It's the perfect metaphor for our business, but I'm never going to get the haiku URL. So I thought, you know, well, what is it we're trying to do? We're trying to keep data up and running. Hybrid cloud uptime, HYCU, sounds like haiku. So I think, you know, right at the very beginning, once we'd begun and we started with that name, that simple four letters, 
I think was very, very powerful. Yeah. Um, and then we had to differentiate it in the market. So we literally looked at all of the other IT companies and technology companies, and we said, you know, we're a fun company. We're a good group of people. We care about each other. We care about the work that we're doing. We're very passionate. And then we said, you know what? Purple passion. Yeah. You and know, the brand really represents that. Yeah, that's honestly, it. You it feel it, right? Yeah, yeah, you absolutely. kind of feel it. Yeah. And you, you know, when you go to Fenway Park, which is, you know, is the big baseball stadium in Boston, and you see that big haiku sign kind of sticking out, you know, I get lots of calls. People say, wow, there it is. Great. You know, you can really feel sure. sort of the emotion behind the name. Yeah, I never knew this story. So it's really comes a, it's like an interesting fact for me as well. And yeah, so um, let's start. Let's like we have not, not enough time for to finish the interview. So we, I'm going to talk about uh, the advice that you have for aspiring entrepreneurs, because you walked us through the story, how this, this come about you. Uh, you said about the importance of mentorship. We went through the branding. What are some other qualities that um, new entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs should have in, let's call it in this uh, technology space? Sure. So, so let's start out, you know, just but let me just say this to start out, which is that I think every single citizen of Serbia is very, very ripe for becoming an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I think your culture is entrepreneurial. I think the fact that you've overcome a great amount in your history um, provides you with a baseline of grit and determination that I think is critical for entrepreneurs. Not to mention you have amazing science and math. Uh, here, you know, in the country. So I think, you know, the foundations of what makes a great entrepreneur exist across this entire country, which is probably why I've been here over 250 different times. Cool. But, you know, I think here, here's what I would bring it down to. At Haiku, we've tried to create a core set of values um, that represent really what it means to be an entrepreneur. And we call it uh, authenticity, grit, and Gosh, empathy. Empathy. Oh, empathy. Say, That's right. Yeah. You're close. You're yeah, very close. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'll just explain briefly what those mean to us. The first is authenticity. Mm -hmm. So authenticity means being yourself. Because I think a lot of times people come out of business school or, or they try to think about how to make money. Trying to make money is not the right way to become an entrepreneur. You know, it's really about staying true to who you are and being able to solve a real problem that actually matters to people. If you approach entrepreneurship through the, the lens of problem solving rather than money making, you'll actually make more money because what you're building is actually going to be real and authentic. The second piece is grit. So grit is determination. Grit is, it's every Serbian. You know, yeah. it is, it's that sort of, I'm going to get out of bed and I'm going to do my best. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to work hard. I don't care what life throws in my way. I'm just going to get it done. I'm going to survive and make it work. You know, that sort of ability to roll up your sleeves, not be egotistical or snobby, just do the work. That's the grit piece. And then finally, empathy. Now, empathy is a funny one because I think when people hear, oh, Simon really likes empathy, they think, oh, okay, nice guy. That's great. What does that have to do with business? But empathy means putting yourself in another person's shoes, trying to feel what they're feeling. So if you've got customers and partners or employees, and you instead of just always thinking about what makes you happy, you're actually thinking about what drives them, what's going to make them feel something. I think that's the true trick to becoming a, success, a successful entrepreneur. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much for the inspiring final remarks. It's always great to have you here and it's always great to talk with you about all the new and exciting ideas that you have around Haiku. And uh, I'm excited to see you next time for another Complete Podcast. That sounds great, Angelina. My pleasure. Thank you.